Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Tonight, the breaking news. The former head of the Proud Boys sentenced to 22 years in prison. That's the longest punishment yet for a January 6th case. Why prosecutors say Enrique Tario was the leader of a conspiracy. Here are tonight's headlines. The man who wrote on social media on January 6th, make no mistake, we did this, sentenced to more than two decades in prison. The new details just coming in. Back to school meltdown, with nearly half of the country facing sweltering temperatures in the 90s or higher, some districts are forced to cancel classes. How long will it last? Today is the sixth day in the manhunt for convicted killer Danilo Cavalcante was spotted at Longwood Gardens. The search area expanded south with the latest sighting. United Airlines has now lifted a nationwide ground stop. The ground stop translated to hundreds of delays. Lawyers for convicted murderer Alex Murdoch are seeking a new trial. They claim to have new evidence. The clerk of court had improper private communications with the jurors. The White House confirms that First Lady Jill Biden has tested positive for COVID-19. Yesterday, he took uh, he took a test and it was negative. Today, he took a test and it was negative. Student loan payments are due again as millions scramble to pay off their debts. That's $700 a month. It could be food, it could be gas, it could be bills paid. And honoring a hero. The emotional moment at the White House as a Vietnam War veteran is awarded the Medal of Honor. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this busy Tuesday night. We begin with breaking news from the federal courthouse right here in Washington. 39-year-old Enrique Tarrio, once the top leader of the far-right extremist group, the Proud Boys, 
was just sentenced to 22 years in federal prison for orchestrating the failed plot to forcibly block the peaceful transfer of power following the 2020 presidential election. It is the longest sentence yet stemming from the January 6th assault on the U.S. Capitol, but not as long as the 33 years requested by prosecutors. He begged the judge for mercy, saying, quote, I'm not a political zealot, but he did not receive that mercy. CBS's Scott McFarlane was inside the courthouse. He joins us now. Good evening, Scott. Hey, good evening, Nora. Enrique Tario was the highest level January 6th defendant convicted of that highest level charge, seditious conspiracy. Choking up, he apologized in court to the police and the other victims. But for the judge, that remorse was too little too late. The man federal prosecutors called the leader of the conspiracy that led to the January 6th attacks, former Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario, stood in court today and asked the judge to show mercy, adding how sorry he was for the events that occurred that day. But Judge Timothy Kelly, who sentenced Tario to the longest jail sentence yet for any January 6th defendant, pointed to this text message Tario sent after the Capitol had been breached. Proud of my boys and my country. Don't expletive leave. The jury agreed with the government that he directed this, that he recruited the individuals who were in place and led the assault on the Capitol with the express intention of preventing the peaceful transfer of power. Tario's attorney sought leniency, arguing he wasn't at the Capitol that day. Watching from a hotel in Baltimore, a prior arrest had banned him from traveling to D.C. But prosecutors laid out how Tario mobilized a group of 200 to march on the Capitol, posting that they would turn out in record numbers that day and responding to President Trump's 2020 debate comment. Stand back and stand by. Tario writing, standing by, sir. His Proud Boys co-defendants received sentences ranging from 10 to 18 years, one of whom, Dominic Pizzola, shouted Trump won in the courtroom moments after his sentencing ended. And Scott McFarlane is back with us from just outside the courthouse. This is the most severe sentence for the more than 1,100 who have been charged on that January 6th assault. You were inside the room. Tell us what happened. I've been to hundreds of these hearings, Nora. Never seen a crowd this big inside and outside the courthouse for a January 6th case. Tario has a big following, supporters and detractors. And his mom spoke to the judge asking for mercy and leniency. But the judge said, Nora, Tario was the ultimate leader of the attack. All part of the sprawling Department of Justice investigation. Scott, thank you. Outside Philadelphia, two school districts canceled classes today after an escaped killer was spotted Monday night. U.S. Marshals described the fugitive as desperate and dangerous, telling CBS News that more than 250 officers from multiple law enforcement agencies are now part of the expanding round-the-clock search for this murderer. We get the latest now from CBS's Nikki Dimitri. These are the latest images of escaped killer Danilo Cavalcante captured by a trail camera overnight outside the search zone where police thought they had him trapped. The photos confirm that Cavalcante has not changed his appearance, but also that he has obtained a backpack, a duffel sling type pack and a hooded sweatshirt. Police were forced to widen their search perimeter today, which led to two school districts closing out of an abundance of caution. Everyone's home today, but still it's not what we chose to be. Cavalcante is believed to be within 10 miles from the prison where he escaped last week. The police almost had him this weekend. He was spotted by a state trooper who gave chase, but ultimately lost him in the woods. We had already requested and begun to mobilize resources from additional federal agencies last evening 
to include the FBI and U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Cavalcante is serving a life sentence without parole for killing his ex-girlfriend in front of her two small children. He's the second prisoner to escape from this prison this year. Cavalcante has been spotted multiple times since he escaped last Thursday. Police believe he hides during the day and moves around at night. This rattled community just wants this to be over. That's the fear. As time goes on, he gets more and more desperate, so you never know what he's going to do. Investigators are utilizing everything from night goggles and drones to helicopters and dogs in this manhunt. Nora? Nikki Dementri, thank you. We turn now to the massive heat dome smothering much of the nation. 186 million Americans sweltered in hotter than normal conditions today, with nearly half of the population experiencing temperatures in the 90s and above. CBS's Omar Villafranca now on how the dangerous heat is impacting schools. Extreme heat is causing a back-to-school meltdown. In Detroit, Jamea Bray and Javon Adams had to pick up their two sons three hours early after the mercury hit 91 degrees. I just found out yesterday at 7 p.m. yesterday that they have a half a day today. And it's not just in Michigan. Schools across seven states either had early dismissals or were closed entirely because of the heat, including in Philadelphia, where students from 78 public schools with no air conditioning were sent home early on the first day of classes. In Washington, D.C., the swamp feeling like a swamp. Public pools were set to close on Labor Day, but the 97-degree temps are forcing city officials to keep some open until September 21st. It's welcome relief for Steve Anlian. It's pretty warm here, but couldn't be a better place than at the pool. Businesses in Texas are also feeling the effects, including the Ivy Tavern in Dallas. The local bar has plenty of patio space with fans and water misters. That adds an extra element. But general manager Ben Fry says when it's triple digits outside, customers stay home. If we get a cold front where it goes down in the 90s, we get a jump in business like real fast. Can you notice so, it that quick? Absolutely, quite? yeah. Like literally can go from one day to the next. Texas's power operator is actually telling the people to uh, ish pardon me here, has issued a weather watch for the rest of the week, and they're actually encouraging people to conserve power to avoid any possible outages, especially on Friday, Nora, when the temperatures could reach 107. That is hot. Omar Villafranca, thank you. For more on the heat and a potential monster hurricane brewing far out in the Atlantic, let's bring in Chris Warren of our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Nora. This record heat is hanging in there. It is persistent, and the reason for that, this heat dome is going to be strengthening over the southern plains, and as it does, still looking for some serious, possibly more dangerous heat for the southern tier. Some relief coming with storms for the Ohio Valley, but even into the end of the week, temperatures in the northeast still in the 90s, triple digits for the southern plains, and also looking at new named tropical storm Lee expected to become a major hurricane in the coming days. And Nora, this is one that certainly needs to be watched. We'll watch it. Chris Warren, thank you. On the heels of one of the busiest travel weekends of the year, a computer glitch forced United Airlines to temporarily ground its entire fleet across the U.S. and Canada today, disrupting more than 350 flights. We get the latest from CBS's Errol Barnett. 
It began with an ominous statement. United Airlines experiencing a system-wide technology issue. The FAA advising the airline was unable to contact their dispatch through normal means. The impact, a nationwide ground stop, halting all of the airline's departures in North America. The alert was issued at roughly 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and just over an hour later, United lifted the ground stop, saying it was a software update, but even small problems can create massive headaches. The ground stop has translated to hundreds of delays, slowing thousands of people, especially at United's major hubs. Though still on the tarmac, were stuck. One passenger posted, quote, been sitting in a hot plane at the gate for 90 plus minutes. Another writing, quote, not fun when you're in the absolute last row with four crying babies and it feels like 90 degrees in the plane. Perhaps one saving grace, the disruption occurred one day after the busy Labor Day weekend. And on that point, according to data from FlightAware, there were actually more United cancellations during the long holiday weekend than took place today. Still, the airline is investigating the precise cause of all of this, Nora. It does not believe it to be a cybersecurity issue, though. All right, Errol Burnout with that nightmare today. Thank you. Tonight, a major twist in the family murder trial of a prominent South Carolina lawyer. Attorneys for Alec Murdaugh are demanding a new trial claiming jury tampering. CBS's Mark Strassman has the stunning new details. There's no choice but the courts to grant a new trial. For Alec Murdoch's lawyers, the bullseye is Rebecca Hill, the Colleton County Court Clerk. They're alleging she jury tampered to write a book about the Murdoch murder saga. The clerk of court had improper private communications with the jurors. Don't be fooled by his testimony. Watch out for his body language. Guilty verdict. Last March, Murdoch was found guilty of murdering his wife Maggie and son Paul, gunned down on their hunting estate by long rifles at short range. His trial flared with part Southern Gothic, part Southern grotesque. A dynastic South Carolina family, wealthy, wily, and powerful. Themes of greed, deceit, recklessness. A defendant admitting from the stand to lying and opioid addiction and ripping off millions from clients. Buster Murdoch, the defendant's son, believes his dad's a psychopath, but not a murderer. And the trial? I think it was a, a tilted table from the beginning. Supporting the tampering claim, affidavits from two Murdoch jurors and a third dismissed juror. From that evidence, a determination will be made if there should be a new trial, but at least there should be a hearing. The court official should never be discussing anything about testimony or credibility of witnesses. No comment so far from Rebecca Hill, the court clerk who's suddenly in the spotlight. The South Carolina Court of Appeals has 10 days to respond to this request for an evidentiary hearing. The latest twist in this true crime saga. Nora? Indeed. Mark Strassman, thank you. A scathing ruling today by a panel of federal judges finds Alabama's Republican-led legislature in defiance of the U.S. Supreme Court and tosses out the state's newly drawn congressional map, saying it denies fair political representation to black voters. A court-appointed official will now draw the lines for next year's elections, creating at least one additional majority black district, which could help Democrats pick up another seat in the closely divided House. 
Mitch McConnell returned to work today with the rest of the Senate amid growing concerns about his health. Nearly a week after the Senate's top Republican froze and stood speechless in front of reporters for the second time this summer, McConnell's office released a letter today from the Capitol's attending physician. It says there's no evidence the 81-year-old senator has a seizure disorder or that he suffered a stroke or has Parkinson's disease. Well, we did see him on the Senate floor today. McConnell only alluded to the incident, saying he's been busy and productive. We turn now to our in-depth look at America's student loan crisis, the freeze on federal student loan payments, which started more than three years ago at the start of the COVID pandemic, comes to an end next month. A recent survey finds nearly half of borrowers expect to be delinquent on their payments. We get more now from CBS's Carter Evans. Rochelle Brooks knows the power of higher education. The once homeless single mother says college pulled her out of poverty. How many degrees do you have? I've got an associate's degree, a bachelor's degree, two master's degree, teaching credential, and a doctorate degree. Could you have done it without taking out student loans? Absolutely not. Now 36 and an L.A. public school principal, Brooks and her fiancé are expecting a baby girl. But she never expected her student loan debt would balloon to more than $230,000. Oh, that is a big number. It's huge. When bills go out again in October, she'll owe $700 a month. At that rate, she'll be paying off her student loans well into retirement. That $700 a month could be food, it could be gas, it could be bills paid. Some people just simply won't be able to make the payment. Braxton Brewington is with the Debt Collective, a nationwide union of borrowers fighting to erase debts. The majority of student debtors actually have an annual income less than $75,000. In fact, 40% of student debtors don't actually have a degree because they've had to drop out of college, they couldn't afford it. Interest on these federal loans began accruing again last week. Who is going to be impacted the most by this? Women in particular, black and brown Americans, older Americans. An Oxford economic study suggests that the restart of student loan payments will reduce consumer spending by $100 billion a year. This comes at a time when we think the economy is going to become more vulnerable and actually slip into a recession at the end of the year. And even though Rochelle Brooks has a $120,000 salary, it won't pay for three children, rent in Los Angeles, and her college debt. You're successful. You were putting your degrees to use. That's what gets to me, right? You did everything the right way. I did everything that I thought I should do to get ahead. When that bill comes due in October, you can't pay it. I can't pay it, and I won't pay it because I can't. <laughs> Now, right now, there's a 12-month grace period where your credit won't take a hit if you don't pay your bills, but that interest is still going to accrue. And there are some loan forgiveness programs based on your income and also whether or not you work in public service, like Principal Brooks, and that's something she's going to be looking into. Nora? There should be help for teachers and nurses and more. Carter Evans, thank you. Caught on camera, the terrifying collapse of a pier sending dozens of people plunging into a lake. We'll have the details next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. President Biden tested negative twice for COVID today after First Lady Jill Biden tested positive on Monday. The White House says she has mild symptoms. It is her second time having COVID. The First Lady is staying at the family's home in Rehoboth Beach as a precaution. She missed the first day of school today teaching at a community college. Tonight, officials in Wisconsin are investigating what caused a pier filled with people to collapse. Dozens were celebrating Labor Day, Labor Day on the dock at the University of Wisconsin-Madison when the metal pier suddenly folded into the lake. At least 60 people plunged into the water. Several people were hurt. One person was taken to the hospital. Tennis superstar Coco Gauff does something that no American teen has accomplished in more than 20 years. That's next. Tennis sensation Coco Goff's summer of triumph just keeps getting better. It took the 19-year-old just 68 minutes today to breeze into her first ever U.S. Open semifinals. Goff is the first American team to do so since Serena Williams in 20, 2001. Well, today is also the first time three American men are in the U.S. Open quarterfinals since 2005. Congrats to all. A Vietnam War hero receives the U.S. military's highest honor for valor. That's next. This portion of the CBS Evening News is sponsored by Kiss Kali. Discover more about this treatment option at kisskali.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com 
or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. We end tonight with an honor for a Vietnam War hero behind one of the most daring rescues Army officials say they've ever seen. Today, President Biden awarded retired Army Captain Larry Taylor the Medal of Honor. On the night of June 18, 1968, Taylor landed his helicopter in the middle of heavy firefight, swooping in to rescue four soldiers who were surrounded by enemy troops. When duty called, Larry did everything, did everything to answer. And because of that, he rewrote the fate of four families for generations to come. That's valor. Well, Captain Taylor got emotional towards the end of the ceremony. It was a beautiful thing to watch. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.